0: This is the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Talking District 5 and 6 athletics week in, week out in the state of Idaho. Brandon Bainey here with our East Idaho expert, Sean Kane. Yo, what's up, Sean?
1: Oh, you know, just a rainy, rainy day. But, you know, I made it back from Las Vegas in one piece and experienced the concert with you know 60 70 000 of my closest friends and it was a good time so i my big concert days i think are over <laughs> i'm, I'm <laughs> nope. gonna i'm announcing it right now today live announcement retiring from you know probably 60 plus sixty thousand plus concerts people wise attendance right now i'm saying it right now but you never know
0: <laughs> You're um. You'll you'll still go to the occasional show at the Portniff Wellness Complex, maybe in Pocatello, but not necessarily Vegas.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're already looking at uh blink tick blink one a two tickets for this summer. They go on sale. Actually, we have the code to get them early, but we're you know we're looking. It's at the I call it the Delta Center. I don't know what it's called now, but where the Utah Jazz play. So there's like seats. Like I'm all about the seat the seat now. At my old age. <laughs> I hear you.
0: So yeah, Sean, uh, after we recorded the prep cast last week, took off to Vegas on a road trip and went to the Blink 182 concert down there. I'm glad you came back in one piece. So
1: yeah, I still have a voice. Um yeah, it is good. You know, it was uh it's good, you know. Um I it, it got me thinking, you know, I always have my kind of thought of the day kind of thing, but uh, you know, Blink 182 does the song one more time. And it's about how, you know, you shouldn't wait for something to get back together. You know, you, you don't always have one more time, like someone could pass away or a sickness or a plane crash. Um, and I kind of thought about that's kind of the athletes right now. A lot of these athletes, they're not going to have a one more time. We've got state competitions coming up in a lot of sports and they're you know, some coaches too. You don't have one more time. You have this time. So there's, you know, there's not one more time for some of the athletes. And I thought that was pretty deep and uh kind of meaningful that you can't you know don't wait to say you know what you should have said or any of your goodbyes you know don't wait until tomorrow
0: pretty poignant for this time of year Mm. uh for sure so um yes you mentioned it sean state competition heating up uh we had state soccer last weekend uh let's recap quickly what happened for east idaho the answer is uh, not much in terms of championships, but lots of great, outstanding uh, performances still um, uh, on the 5A girls side. The Highland girls got all the way to the consolation final, where they fell to Mountain View, one nothing. So Highland comes home uh, sixth place, basically from the 5A girls state tournament. Um, on the boys side, you had Thunder Ridge, who was the number one seed. Sean Thunder Ridge came into to the 5A boys tournament, number one seed two and out
1: they lose to no. eagle
0: the eight seed one nothing they lose to lake city in a loser out contest three nothing i was pretty surprised by that
1: yeah i think it came from that eagle uh match i i had a chance to watch that most of that game and it was just as tight as can be in that's soccer right you know maybe if thunder ridge comes out of that game they go on but you know unfortunately that wasn't a case i think soccer is one of those Um, games where it's real hard to come back that next day if you're not on the winning side of the bracket. Not that it's easy for any sport. I just think it's really hard for soccer because your margins are so slim.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a finite, yeah, one slip up and everything could be by the wayside. So um, on the 4A side, Sean, 4A girls, Pocatello came in as the number one seed. We had a fun little Twitter thread going uh, between... You and Joel Richardson, who's a broadcaster for us, and, my, and myself and Christian Weiner. We all, uh, Christian and I did the state soccer preview show last week, and uh, I got a little crazy with my upset special i picked canyon ridge to beat pocatello that didn't happen uh thunder won five nothing joel said if pocatello had lost he would have bought me dinner and then i think i still got dinner anyways he said he would treat me anyways the next time i was in town so it doesn't matter what i do i came out a winner so i
1: think he knows that the chances of you being here slim maybe
0: yeah that's true uh might be a while before i get back to pocatello um but the thunder then lose to eventual champion sandpoint in the semis two to one um but they do get into the third place match and they do beat twin falls there pretty easily five to one so congratulations to the pocatello girls for taking third and then on the other side of the bracket sean we had uh the emotion bowl soccer edition for the consolation final skyline and idaho falls and they're like Oh, yeah. Hey, good to see you for the 20th time this year. Uh, Idaho Falls won over Skyline one to nothing, So Idaho Falls comes home with a trophy as well.
1: Yeah, you know, and Idaho Falls was kind of that semi-dark horse team, right, that came out of districts and then, you know, got all the way there to only play their own district opponent. But, you know, that that's still a good run, I think, for the Idaho Falls girls team.
0: Yeah. Uh and then the for a boys tournament, uh, we had Century, Blackfoot, and Idaho Falls all representing East Idaho. Uh, Blackfoot gets the deepest run here, Sean. They were the number seven seed. They beat Canyon Ridge in the first round on penalty kicks four to two. It was zero zero um up until the PK's. Um, and then Blackfoot really pushed Sandpoint in the semifinals yeah. before falling three to two. And then I think Blackfoot had kind of run out of steam. They lose to Bishop Kelly, 6-0 to take fourth place. But what a great run from uh, the Broncos and coach Liam Pope.
1: Yeah, Liam Pope's, uh, you know, he's he's got to be in the top. There was a top list of coaches, right? He does baseball. He does soccer. Um, he's a great guy to talk to. He's got good insight. Um, and you can't ever, anytime I think he's coaching a team, I don't know if you really can count them out when they're at state. He knows how to get the most out of his players when it comes to state.
0: Yeah. So great run for Blackfoot. Uh, Century goes two and out. They lose to Bishop Kelly and then they lose to Idaho Falls, two to one. And then Idaho Falls finishes it off with a two to one win over Canyon Ridge in the consolation final. So the Idaho boys and girls both bring home the consolation trophies, which is what color again? Black. Are those the black ones?
1: Uh, I, I, I would, I guess. Green. Does the fourth place team get a trophy?
0: well the well the con no no fourth place does not whoever loses okay so it'd be, doesn't.
1: it'd be black i believe then
0: yeah that's what i that's what i I can i can never keep the colors in my head correctly i just know blue is for the for the champion and everything else that i'm not sure so a way to blue, go I know
1: blue red green black
0: okay well there we go uh we should come up with some uh, like an acronym or something to help us remember that um like I the colors know. of the rainbow roy that, G. Biv.
1: <laughs> uh, every, everyone just wants blue. I mean, that's really I gotta remember. Yeah.
0: <laughs> have you have you ever heard of Roy G. Biv? The colors of the rainbow: uh-uh. red, red, orange, yellow, indigo. Is that a song? It's not a song. It's just a, a way to remember the colors. Oh,
1: okay. No, you've got me. I've learned something. red,
0: red, orange, yellow, green. Yeah. I'm... Blue, indigo, violet. Roy G. Biv.
1: Wow. I've Look at me something. dropping knowledge. Yeah, wow. uh, I, you know, and since I'm normally color, I should know, right? <laughs> oh yeah you're
0: normally color commentator that's funny <laughs> okay uh 3a tournament where this is really going off the rails here i'm talking about the colors in the rainbow uh okay 3a girls we had marsh valley come in as the three seed they won their first matchup against fruitland they lose to kimberly in the semis four to one um, but they do bounce back to take third place they beat quarter charter two to one so way to go marsh valley eagles bringing home the third place trophy
1: yeah that's just I think Marsh Valley was a tough team. I, you know, I talked to uh, teams that played them. You know, upper uh, divisions, and they said Marsh Valley was going to do well, and sure enough, they went and and, and proved just that at the state tournament
0: yeah uh american falls also from district five on the boys side kind of a similar journey here they beat bonners ferry in the opening round on penalty kicks four to three they fall to sun valley community school in the semis two nothing but they rebound to beat mccall donnelly in the third place match also on penalty kicks five to four so american falls boys bringing home that third place trophy way to go
1: yeah just all three you know uh east idaho boys teams place so Pretty phenomenal job there
0: yes um and and then uh of course the big story from the weekend in girls soccer and boys soccer yeah was sugar salem and we saved the best for last year the sugar salem boys i i believe the boys played first or maybe it was the girls played first i can't remember the order now i think the yeah the boys played at 10 a.m on saturday They beat Sun Valley Community School two to one in a really tight matchup. And then their head coach, Scott Terry, didn't have much time to reflect on it because not only is he the head coach of the Sugar Boys, he's also the head coach of the Sugar Girls. He had a turnaround right away at 1230 and uh, he coached the Sugar Salem Girls to a championship win over Kimberly, one nothing in a very tight game. So uh, two championships for Sugar Salem in the same day with the same coach leading the team, Scott Terry. Way
1: to go. Yeah. Scott Terry's a great guy. He also uh, coaches their tennis team at Sugar Salem. So um, I've gotten to know him pretty well over the years. He always reaches out and wants to get a match together. And man, he's, he's a, he's a go-getter. Like, uh, you know, I can only imagine on the soccer field, how well he's got those teams running because he, he just does a phenomenal job, but yeah, what a, you know, we talked about Sugar Salem being both in both boys and girls being good. And Sure enough, they went out and did it, but man, I couldn't I can't imagine what his stomach would have felt like. <laughs>
0: so you got
1: one done and you're like, Ooh, uh, and back. I can't I can't semi imagine, but it's it that's a lot of emotions in one day for, for anyone, I think, but at least it ended up in both the good side of those emotions. <laughs>
0: If you want to know how it how it felt, uh, we we have an article about it on IdahoSports.com. Twice as nice, uh, Jason Chatraw, one of our writers, uh, chronicled Scott Terry's day and how he kind of talked to him really quickly between matches. Here's what he said. Uh, three-peating with the boys team is fantastic, and I'm so happy about that, but there's still a hole in my heart that the girls have not won it yet. This is the fourth time we've qualified for the final, and we really want to push through it and fill that hole in our hearts. Fast forward like three hours later, hole filled, no doubt about it. It's a really great article. It's on the homepage idahosports.com. You should go uh, check it out there. It was a really cool story, and I, I believe Idaho history. I don't think a coach has ever won two championships uh, in soccer in the same day. I could be wrong,
1: but yeah, not not that I know, of, but yeah, phenomenal task, and I understand that you know filling that you know other side because i you know as a tennis coach i coach boys and girls and you always the one you don't have is always kind of the one you want the most and it was pretty apparent and uh uh congrats to to scott and those two championships
0: yeah for sure all right uh so that's state soccer uh state volleyball is coming up uh this weekend uh up in north idaho at various locations uh we have a special standalone state volleyball tournament preview special. It's on the idahosports.com YouTube channel. It's also in this podcast feed on the East Idaho Prepcast. But Lindsay Togiay Afouk and myself went through all the brackets 5A through 1A D2 and broke down the brackets. We gave players to watch. We picked a dark horse team in every bracket. We made our championship predictions. So if you want good volleyball content, That's where you'll find it. Just quickly, I would say stories from East Idaho this week are Madison trying to repeat as the 5A champions. Bonneville coming in as the number one seed in 4A girls. Can they topple Skyview and finally get it done? I would say uh, the uh, big story in 3A is Snake River. They were the number one ranked team all year long in, in the polls, but they dropped to number two in the actual max preps bracketing uh at 2a the big story is gonna be i think malad can they break through 1a d1 grace after what a thrilling set uh to win over butte county we'll talk about that more in just a second um and then 1a d2 rockland and mackie play each other in the first round but the story is grace lutheran can they continue this undefeated season and top it off with a championship so
1: yeah i would agree yeah just Grace Lutheran, 21 and 0. And I found it interesting that Rockland and Mackey have to play again in the first round. So they're fourth time playing. Um another kind of neat note, uh Pocotel Thunder, it's the first time their girls' volleyball team has made to the state in 30 years. So pretty impressive uh, you know, to finally fill that hole um for the Thunder as as they go um <laughs> go up to play skyline which they had played before. Pokey's lost to him uh, 2-0, so it must have been a tournament, right? So Pokey and Skyline have played, but, you know, kind of neighbors here in East Idaho play first round, but congrats to uh, the Thunder for making it after 30 years.
0: Yes, and I, I could be wrong. I believe they they met in a tournament, and then they also met in a regular season match on the schedule. I think I think they split this year. Okay. I could I could be wrong on that, but uh, just off the top of my head, that's how I'm remembering it. But yes, Pocatello breaking a 30 year drought, which is incredible. Uh, and then the the story of the year in volleyball, I think, and a story they're going to be talking about at Grace for a really long time. Sean is what happened last week uh, in the district tournament where Grace had lost to Butte County in the undefeated semifinal on Tuesday night. So last Thursday, Grace had to, this was all taking place at Thunder Ridge high school. Grace has to, they start Thursday night around six o'clock by beating Chalice three, nothing in a loser out game. So with that, they moved to the district championship against Butte County. But since they had already lost to Butte County once they needed to not only beat Butte County, but beat them twice. First set goes, Her first match goes all five sets. Grace wins three to two. That sets up the do or die, winner take all district final. It again goes five sets. Grace again pulls it out three to two, 13 sets over three matches, all in the span of about six hours. It started at six o'clock. Didn't get over until a little bit after midnight. And there's nobody that can say Grace didn't earn their way to state. What a night for the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, I was checking out tweets, and a you know a fan or parent said it's Grace Butte fifth game, and it's eleven thirty. So the fifth game of that second matchup started at at eleven thirty, and wow, yeah, and uh, and you know it was a lot of like two of the really two you know two of the best teams, and unfortunately, one isn't going to make it. Was kind of the discussion too, which I I kind of agree with. That's that's a tough break, but man, playing t- playing till midnight, you know. I guess they they didn't turn into a pumpkin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Um and I saw a picture on online of uh during timeouts um the girls on the bench for Grace uh were taking the towels and and sticking them in the ice bucket and oh. then they were coming over and putting the cold towels on the on the players uh during timeouts and stuff and that's that is a marathon 13 sets in in 6 hours that is. And 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 none of them it's not like They're a close. tournament yeah, it's not like a tournament where you're kind of in engaged, but you're also relaxed. These are like do or die, full pressure. If you every lose, point
1: you yeah, every point, right? Yeah. The scores are close. There's no like 25 to 10. They're they're all like anyone can win. And that momentum swing and all that just it's crazy. But man, yeah, you can't say Grace didn't earn it.
0: Yeah. Uh what? Um, what a night for grace and now good luck. to the number two seed, uh, Troy, Troy, of course, the overwhelming favorite at the one one state tournament, but it would be fun to see grace get there, uh, and compete. Um, and I want to give a special shout out again to salmon. The salmon girls just missed out on state. We talked about what a great season they had had. Uh, they lost to firth in a tight district championship they then lost to Bear Lake in a tight state play-in match. But still, Salmon's got nothing to be ashamed of. They had a great season, um, and it was really fun to watch them compete throughout the year, even though they didn't make it to state.
1: So. No, just a good job for the program. Another interesting thing I saw on that 2A level is now Malad and Bear Lake play in the first round again, right? So it's like their fifth meeting of the season um, at state.
0: Yep. So, all right, let's talk now about state. Uh, we should mention real quick too. Uh, state volleyball is happening, of course, up North, but state cross country is also happening. Sean in East Idaho, the Port wellness complex in Pocatello will host host uh, state cross country five a all the way down to one a it's going to be a big weekend of running in Pocatello. What's the weather supposed to be like?
1: Uh, if you notice, if you're watching this on our YouTube or it on Facebook later, I'm wearing a vest and, it's not warm. <laughs> it looked it looked to be maybe in the 50s, 40. It's going to be cold. What don't they start early? Cuz if they're doing them all, some someone's going to start early in the morning, right? So it's going to be chilly. Uh I think your warm up will be key, you know, just talking to runners. Um they say they do the best when they have their best warm up. So um the cross country, you know, teams, however they warm up or whatever they need to do warm up, they literally will have to warm up to be ready, I think for that competition
0: yeah that'll be uh interesting for sure marlo herford is going to have a state cross-country preview and recap for us on the website uh written article so stay tuned for that on idahosports.com. all right let's get into state football sean the first round of the playoffs are upon us and so uh, what we'll do here is if you're watching on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or Facebook page, I will share my screen. We'll put the brackets up on the screen and you can follow along that way. If you're listening to this podcast at idahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts, uh, it's all good. We've got all the brackets right on the homepage at idahoSports.com as well. Uh, we'll just start at the top and work our way down. Sean, here is the 5A state bracket. Highland gets a buy uh, in the first round for winning the district five, six title this year. And Highland has home field advantage throughout the playoffs, which is a nice setup for the Rams. Meanwhile, Rigby is the other team that qualifies. They took second place. No problems with Madison last week. Holy smokes. They took it to them. Uh, And so now Rigby hosts Middleton in their first round playoff matchup. I really like Rigby in this one. I think Rigby is peaking at the right time and are a very dangerous team here in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Here's the deal. Like, I don't like to look past, you know, matchups, but man, that Rigby Eagle possibility in the second round is, is, seems like could be the game of the year to me. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I, I don't, you know, I know we're, you know, we're looking at, but man, when I look at this bracket, I see uh, that Rigby and Eagle could play in that second round. And I think, Man, what what a what a amazing matchup there! But I think Rigby too is peaking at the right time, um, but I don't think Middleton's any sl- slouch. Middleton's done well in their transition to the the five A level, but um, you got to like Rigby.
0: Yep, I I like Rigby a lot there and. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to peek too far down the bracket, but oh man, if we could get Highland me the rematch, oh, there's a lot of hurdles. Each side's got to clear, but that would be so epic. I will say in terms of who Highland is going to play, they'll play the winner of Boise and Hawaii. I don't know. And honestly, I don't think it matters. They're both pretty average teams in my view. They played once in the regular season. Sean Boise won 10 to seven. So
1: I, I mean, if you if I was still in Vegas and I could bet on this. You know, I'm, I would be betting on a Meridian Highland semifinal uh, yeah. with a large amount of money. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I'm not going to dispute
0: any of that. So that's the five, a bracket uh, that by the way, that Rigby Middleton game Friday night, seven o'clock on IdahoSports.com. One of 17 first round playoff games. We will be bringing you across the state of Idaho here on the opening weekend. Let's go to the four. A bracket, Sean, where your let's just start with the top seeds and we'll move down. Hillcrest is the number 1 overall seed. They were undefeated. They will play the number 16 seed Canyon Ridge. I think Hillcrest was fine anyways, but then the news that Canyon Ridge's uh all conference quarterback Connor Willis out. broke his collarbone last week is out. Uh that really makes it tilt even more to Hillcrest's side, I feel like,
1: yeah, I'll jump in I'll grab into my bag of uh Brandon isms and say, chalk that one up. <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah. go to the chalk,
0: yep. Uh, and then right below Hillcrest in the eight versus nine matchup, Shelley comes in as the nine seed. They took third place uh, in the High Country conference. They will travel to Skyview. Uh, so, uh, this is another one. I really like Shelly going on the road. Shelly, their game plan, the running Russets, I like to call them. They just love to line up and run the rock um, to keep uh, opposing offenses off the field. And Skyview's got a pretty good offense led by six foot eight quarterback Cash Bius, who transferred from Melba in the offseason. But uh, Skyview's defense has also been a little leaky this year. So I think if Shelly can run the ball, control the clock, I like the Russets on the road.
1: Yeah, this is uh, I was waiting for to see where Shelley was going to end up on this bracket. And um, I like Shelly, too. And I just I'll be honest, I don't have a ton of intel on Skyview. But, man, if you look at the team Shelly has played and how low they've kept the scores um, with their defense in the running game, I just they're, they're the team you don't want to play first round because I think you're going to have to come up with something special to beat them.
0: Yeah, uh definitely so. Uh let's keep moving down the bracket here, Sean, where we have uh some really interesting matchups here. Uh we have a double header inside Holt Arena on Friday night in Pocatello. Uh both games on Idahosports.com. The first game is at five thirty, and it is a rematch of the emotion bowl. Number twelve Idaho Falls, number five skyline. Uh, this was the game you, you were on the call for the first emotion bowl this year. Skyline won in a very tight one score game. How do you think the rematch goes?
1: Oh man, I, here's the deal. Like, you know, skyline they're whatever bat phone or red phone, they have to pick up to get that game at the Holt arena. They do. They always play at the Holt arena and they always do so well. It's hard to go against skyline in the Holt arena. Um, but if I'm District 6, I'm thinking, what, what's with this max preps? Because all throughout all these state competitions, they end up playing soccer, football. But, I mean, that's another point. But, uh, again, Idaho Falls is is that, you know, the team I, I think is really good too, you know, led by uh, Bradley Ellison at quarterback. They call him Sunshine. Uh, they're, uh, that's his nickname, I guess. I don't know if he knows the reference of it from Remember the Titans, but that's what they're – um, coaches were telling me they call him Sunshine, and man, uh you know, I think it's going to be a good game. I just think it's really hard to bet against uh, a Skyline team in in the Dome playoffs. I, I it's just uh, man, super hard. But you know, we'll we'll have to see. But I, I like Skyline just because it's at the Holt, and they know how to win there. <laughs> Yes.
0: The second game of the doubleheader Friday night at 8:15, uh, another rematch. It's number 14 Preston and number 3 Pocatello. These are the two teams that made the playoffs from District 5. They got to play each other right away. Sean. Pocatello won pretty handily in the regular season. I I just don't see an avenue where Preston can get the win here.
1: Um yeah, the Preston, you know, has Winder at running back. He punts, he does everything. It's just, I just don't think he's enough um, to take down that potent Thunder offense. Uh, Yeah, it'll just be very difficult, but, you know, hard matchup for them. But, you know, congrats from Preston, you know, to making to the playoffs after, you know, not winning very many games last few seasons and um, the programs kind of turned around. So, you know, they've got a lot of things to look forward to, just not probably the rematch of a district opponent. Yep.
0: And then the final game in the first round, uh, Bonneville, the number 11 seed, they took fourth place from District 6. They will travel to number 6 seed Sandpoint. Um, this is a tough one. You know, Bonneville, what they really like to do is run the ball. That, that would be their strength. Well, Sandpoint's strength is stopping the run. So I guess we'll find out which strength outdoes the other.
1: Yeah, I just, it's always, I would love to like look up the, the record of the teams that have to go to Sandpoint from East Idaho, I feel like it's just always a, it's just a tough, tough task. Um, you know, the weather's probably already changed there. Um, you have to travel maybe two days, one day, depending on how you do it. So, yeah, I think I think it's going to be really tough. But you know, Bonneville's had a lot of really, real, uh, you know, just they've been able to come back from the, the injury. They've they've done a lot of good things. So I think it's a a tighter game than the seeds would um, make you think.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, broadcast schedule, idahosports.com. We'll have that doubleheader for you inside Holt Arena. So Idaho Falls Skyline at 530 on Friday. Then Preston and Pocatello at 815. We will also be bringing you Shelly at Skyview on idahosports.com Friday night at 7 o'clock. And also Bonneville at Sandpoint Friday night at 7 o'clock on idahosports.com so lots of good east idaho games on the broadcast schedule this weekend for the opening round of the playoffs all right sean 3a postseason bracket here we go sugar salem your number one overall seed they get the first round by we've got the district five champion snake river number four seed overall they will play number 13 seed wood river Wood River's kind of this plucky upstart team. They're a four A school playing in three A football because they have low numbers, low turnout. Second year in a row, they've made the playoffs. Um, they've had a lot of like late come from behind type of victories. Um, I I like Snake River in this game, but I do think the one weapon for Wood River is a kid named Conrad Foster. He was just uh, part of the boys' soccer team at Wood River that won the 4A state championship, and he's got a really good leg as a kicker. And he's he's won a couple of games for Wood River this year because of his kicking. So that could be something that tilts in their favor. But I do like Snake River here at home.
1: Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go Snake River at home. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna agree with you. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what else to say. I kind of have like that, you know, when you see Wood River down in the three A, you kind of get that like, nah. <laughs> nah. and I, and it's no bias. You, just, I'm other people do too, but you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, I like Snake River. They've had a good season, so I'm 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 going with you, with Snake River.
0: Okay. Uh, the other teams from East Idaho that made the playoffs, uh, we see down here the number 10 seed from marsh valley marsh valley beat american falls uh for second place in the district last friday one score game i picked american falls to win that game in our idaho sports pick six uh every week the Prepcasters on idaho on social media we pick six games from across the state one for each classification Um, And then we tabulate how everybody's doing throughout the season. Uh, I think everybody picked American Falls to win, except Logan Green. He picked Marsh Valley. And so, way to go, Eagles. Your reward is the number 10 seed and a trip to number 7 seed, Weezer. Meanwhile, American Falls slips to number 12. They get to travel to number 5, Timberlake, all the way up north in Idaho on Saturday at 1 p.m. Now, neither one of these games is like, they're both tough games but I think American falls actually got the somewhat easier matchup. I would rather play Timberlake than Weezer. I think,
1: uh, you know, that's what I was kind of, they're kind of like the NCAA bracket, right? When you have a five and a 12 and a seven and a 10, and the percentage is like 50% each team, you know, like 53, like (laughs) it's kind of tough like that, but yeah, I was kind of thinking that too, that for American falls to lose that game, they, they didn't end up terrible. Right. I feel like, could have been really bad so i think they'll have a good chance um i kind of think marsh valley will have a hard time with weezer but that's that's just kind of my intuition there
0: yeah so uh the reason why timberlake is higher than weezer even though weezer is ranked higher than timberlake is because timberlake won their district and the district champions for this first round anyways get the top five seeds automatically so good luck to both of those district five clubs and then we've got teton sitting there at the number six seed sean they are hosting number 11 fruitland on thursday night one of the thursday night games we have going on six o'clock uh in driggs on Idahosports.com. i like teton here and i like teton by uh a, a fair amount i'll say fruitland with had two wins this year Um, really struggled against upper echelon teams. And we know that Teton offense is so good.
1: Yeah, Jack Nelson as quarterback for Teton, uh, he's having a phenomenal season. You know, they're 8-1. and Who did they lose to? Well, the number one seed, Sugar Salem, right? And we know how good Sugar Salem is this year. And, I mean, I think any team's going to have a hard time knocking them off when it comes down to it. But uh, Teton is a good number six seed, I I, I think, by far. (laughs)
0: and if Teton wins that game they'll jump up to the number 3 seed next week because the district champions don't get the top 5 seeds beyond okay. the first round so Teton ha- could have another home playoff game should they win so uh, we'll keep an eye on that 3A games on idahosports.com involving east idaho teams uh, all of them except Snake River so we're going to have uh we're going to have Fruitland at Teton Thursday night, 6 o'clock on idahosports.com. We're going to have Marsh Valley at Weezer, Friday night at 7 o'clock on idahosports.com. And we will have American Falls at Timberlake on Saturday uh, at 1 o'clock Pacific Time. That's 2 o'clock Mountain Time on Saturday. All on idahosports.com. That American Falls-Timberlake game is the only Saturday game Taking place here on the opening weekend, Sean. So Ryan Skaggs and I are on the broadcast. We'll have that exclusive window, big noon kickoff on Fox.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have lots of graphics like robots throwing footballs and stuff, because that's that's what I'll be looking for.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't quite in the budget this year, but uh it should be should be a fun one, anyways. So that's all the three A. All right, let's go to the two A bracket, Sean. Westside wins district five. They get a first round by North Fremont wins district six. They get a first round by otherwise, uh, East Idaho sent the maximum allotment of teams. Each league could send uh, two additional teams and we see Firth, uh, or excuse me, actually almost the max amount of teams. Ryrie was the first team out of the playoffs. Sorry, Ryrie didn't mean to open that old wound firth made it from district six and both bear lake and aberdeen qualified from district five for the record malad on the strength of their max preps record should have been in but because the district could only send two malad's the odd team out we feel real bad for the dragons and that's a that's a bummer of a way to go but for the teams that are in sean we have firth at aberdeen friday night seven o'clock Idahosports.com. This is the game that you'll be at on the call for. And then we also have Wendell at bear Lake in what should be an interesting game Friday at seven o'clock as well. Let's let's talk about this first Aberdeen game first. What's what are your inclinations ahead of the contest?
1: Well, you know, you've got, you know, you've got Aberdeen who upset Melba last year and then goes to lose in the semifinals to Firth. And now they're playing in the first round. Um, You know, You've got two coaches that have kind of, uh, turned programs, um, into staples at state now and man, you know, I just, I just see it being kind of close, but, uh, um, I think it's a really good first round matchup. I'm, I'm leaning a little, little towards Aberdeen just because of how their season went this year, but man, uh, it's going to be two really good teams, uh, going against each other out there in aberdeen with me there um yeah i just i just was looking at it I, it's it's hard to kind of it's hard to pick one um far and away right now in my opinion
0: yeah it is it's, it's a really even matchup i will say both these teams are significantly different from last year's yeah. teams that met in the semi-finals uh firth has a new quarterback this year and daryl vasquez who's more of a scrambler. Firth definitely likes to run the ball more with uh, Bo Ringel and, and Vasquez at quarterback. Um, They've got a couple of big play options. You know, Chase Shook, the tight end, is the guy they look to a lot in the passing game, but they're just not able to hit those home runs like they were last year. Anything that Firth manufactures on offense comes from a lengthy, sustained drive um and they they really do make the most out of their possessions they just don't get a ton every game that's why a lot of their scores have been lower Aberdeen's the exact same though they've been playing with Lupe Ortiz at quarterback all year coming into the season they were expecting Lupe to help out at some other positions like receiver and running Running back. back and instead he's been playing quarterback because of the injury to Gage Driscoll um, but they've still got Nick Madell, who was kind of the fullback on last year's team. He runs the ball really well. Both these teams play outstanding defense, Sean. So you could be in for a low-scoring game, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and you kind of see that in their scores. Like they've had some low scores. They've had some ones they put away. So yeah, and and uh, Lupe Ortiz, only a sophomore coming in, you know, and he's he's done a really good job. So um, it's always interesting to see a sophomore. Um, in that kind of you know, kind of running, running the ball in that quarterback position, and kind of leading the team. So, it'll be it'll be a good game, I think. So, um, I'm excited. It'll be
0: interesting for sure. Um, and then we've got Bear Lake hosting Wendell in the opening round. I'll be honest; I've been very impressed with Wendell this year. Bear Lake is starting to find their stride a little more. They are the defending two A state champs, but different team. Yeah, uh, Bear Bear Lake fans are going to hate me for this and if i'm wrong i'll come back and own it i i like wendell on the road i don't know something in my gut sean tells me wendell
1: yeah and you know i was looking at bear lake and we know they won last year it's a pretty much a different team than last year you lost a lot of those big weapons um but they've kind of found their way to win you know they their last game they got a 32-6 win over west jefferson um started to play a little or not West Jefferson, sorry, that was Firth, but uh Bear Lake is just kind of played a little better as the season went over. So excuse me on that score. I was thinking of another team. I'm still thinking about this first Aberdeen game, dang it. But uh yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go Bear Lake. Um, but I think it's a a tough matchup and I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about Wendell. Um,
0: yeah, so w- Wendell's got a really good running back, Jesse Chavez, you know. He'll rush for between 150 and 200 yards per game. You know, it seems like they okay. really like to run the ball. They play strong defense. Uh, Wendell, of course, or excuse me, Bear Lake has all these great receivers Bryson and Crane and Toby Flake. And, um, you know, Rhett Lloyd moving from receiver to quarterback, I think, has finally gotten comfortable, you know, throwing the ball. And the big thing for Bear Lake uh, early on in the season was they were missing some key offensive linemen, and I think some of those guys have come back. So Bear Lake is definitely kind of coalescing at the right time, but we'll see. I think that's going to be the most exciting first-round game, Wendell, at Bear Lake in, in this 2A bracket, but we'll we'll have to wait and see.
1: I disagree. I think the one I'm at will be, but... <laughs> but, you know it kind of in watch in looking at bear lake it kind of comes down i think the to possessions too if they get enough possessions to score right because they throw the ball and if they go three and out too many times i think that's where they could kind of find some problems if wendell's able to control the clock with that running game
0: right yeah that's a good point too um so yeah it's going to be really interesting honestly any of the three i think marcine and melba also i know this is an east idaho prep cast but Marcin and melba also is a really spicy first round matchup. Uh, Marcin led that game in the fourth quarter this year before Melba rallied late when they played in the regular season. So uh, we will wait and see. 1A D1 bracket, Sean. Butte County beat Grace last week to win the High Desert Conference. So Butte County gets a first round by Grace. Meanwhile, hosts carry Friday night, 6 o'clock on IdahoSports.com. Uh, these teams are no strangers to each other. They've played each other in the season opener the past two seasons uh, with Grace winning both times. Do we think it's three in a row for the Grizzlies?
1: Uh, I think so. You know, Grace is just uh, a really, really tough team. They showed that last year. Um, and this this is a tough, you know, this this division, I think, is always just tough um, at the end. But I, I do like Grace. Um you know, they're, they're, they're just that team that quietly wins games and makes it to state championships.
0: They are. I mean, they did, they got to the championship last year for sure. Um, so grace, the last two times they've played carry, they met in the season opener a year ago and won seven to nothing. (laughs) That was the final. Um, and they scored off of a turnover, And then this year they won 36-0. And Kerry, of course, lost a lot from last year's team while Grace brings back some pretty talented players like the Cleggs, Joe and Kai Clegg and uh, Braden Kimball and uh, Cutler. And so anyways, yeah, I like Grace in this first-round matchup for sure. 1-A-D-2, Sean. Holy mackerel. Did you see how this conference finally shook out?
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's interesting. <laughs>
0: yes. So Rockland is your league champ. Well earned. They beat North gem last week. So they get a first round bye. there was one other bid to the playoffs available from the Rocky mountain conference. And it came down to a three-way tie for second place between North gem water Springs and Mackie. And they had all beaten each other. North gem beat Mackie Mackie beat water Springs water Springs beat North gem. So from there, the criteria is point differential amongst uh, with a, with a maximum of 20. So everybody lost to Rockland by, by 20 plus. So that was thrown out. So really it came and they all beat Clark County by 20 plus. So really it all came down to the point differential amongst the three teams. well, water springs ended up at minus two north gem ended up at zero and mackie ended up winning the tiebreaker on the point differential mackie came into this game with water springs needing to win by seven or more to but win they, the tiebreaker on the differential and they won by eight
1: did they know that going into the game
0: if they read my bracketology article okay. they okay
1: yeah that's uh, i mean that's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm sure they were aware of that uh, coming in. And so way to go, Mackie Miners um, qualifying for the playoffs. They have to travel to Hagerman for the opening round. Um, This will be on Friday. I know that says uh,
1: to be announced.
0: Yeah, that's not correct. Um, Let's see if we can get that fixed here. Let me refresh that bracket. No, oh, no, still says TBD. Okay. Uh, anyways, they're going to play Friday at seven o'clock. Um, on uh, what should be a pretty good non conference first round matchup. Uh, Hagerman's a new team to the playoffs this year, so is Mackie. So, no matter who it is, the winner will get their first win in the playoffs in a couple years.
1: Yeah, it's just exciting for both teams, really exciting for Mackie. I, you know, when Mackie, uh, you're just it's hard not to root for the minors
0: <laughs> yeah no i, I mean i
1: it, it's just you know they they don't get a lot of fanfare it's not like big glamour but congrats to them for making it and hopefully they can come away with a win yeah
0: it's gonna be a lot of fun to see all these football teams compete in the opening round of the postseason and again IdahoSports.com will be broadcasting 17 First round playoff matchups. If you want to see the full schedule of what we're covering, you can click on the game streams tab on the homepage at idahosports.com. But you're gonna to want to be checking back to Idahosports.com because we're going to be having updated um brackets and scores, not just for football, but volleyball as well. So yeah, it's gonna be a good time,
1: Sean. Cross country recaps and all that. And will we That's- have a Thurs will we have a Thursday night flash? <laughs>
0: uh yeah you know we probably will yeah why not there's like four games
1: yeah so that'll be pretty good um so yeah and the friday night flash this friday will be highly highly watching right everyone will be watching i'll be checking in at the game um to see if we got some other scores from the bracket so the friday night flash on idlesports.com is money but yeah it'll, it'll be a good time
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, the playoffs are upon us for football. State championships wrapping up and all the other fall sports. We'll be back to break it all down again for you next week on another edition of the East Idaho PrepCast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. For Sean Kane, I'm Brandon Bainey, and we'll see you next time on idahosports.com.